0: Get this best experience of customer service and maintenance of your Rorick advantage at the service center on West Liberty Avenue. Just
1: visit RorickHonda.com for all of your vehicle needs and check out our blog posts, which often are John Chamberlain's Road Rage. And that's where they come from. Not really Rorick, but John Chamberlain's Road Rage on your jagoff.com. Now we and start now this week's we start, podcast yeah, from, from our favorite place, Bistro to Go. Literally we, our favorite place.
2: Yes. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how
0: Pittsburghers define the word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. You jagoff! Or it's a term of
2: endearment. How you been, jagoff? This is Mark Madden.
0: Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes.
3: And this is the Jagoff Podcast. Trust
0: it's john and rachel this is the jagoff podcast okay. if you're listening for the very first time we would appreciate that you subscribe to it and listen each week you can listen to it on the your podcast feed you can listen on jagoff.com you can listen on our q92.9 fm personality page every week so there's no excuse to miss it it's all the cool things going on in pittsburgh
1: what did you complain about this week
0: what i complain well you know what rachel this week, we did, we did a lot of good things.
1: No, you complained about the smog. I, yeah, You blamed the Canadians for the smog. It's okay. A Who Canadians, didn't? Canadians, what
0: are you doing Who to Who didn't? Because we said, look, we know what it was like. I don't. When it was a smoky city and everybody wore white shirts and they talked about having to change their shirts in the middle True of story. the day. True story, yes. Like, I, I just didn't like coming out. I love brisket. And I love Tom Friday's smoked sausages, beef sticks, but I don't want to smell like one of those. That's the bottom line. Fair.
1: Yeah, that was that was one of your gripes. You yeah. always gripe about parking and such, yeah. but you're right. You did a lot of good this week. So, make your big announcement.
0: The big announcement is that July 20th, Pickles and Giggles is coming back to Picklesburg. We're going to open up Pickles in Picklesburg with Pickles and Giggles July 20th. At the Highmark Theater at the Pittsburgh Playhouse, Point Park University. The headliner will be my son, Colin Chamberlain, coming back from New York with his buddy, Ray Zawani. So, hope but that's not just his buddy.
1: He's a phenomenal one as well. So we're excited because it's a duo, one of our favorite duos. Every time they come back to Pittsburgh, they do an amazing job. And we can't wait to be where the footprint is for Picklesburg to celebrate that. So, Bingo. There the we new
0: go. footprint, which is Boulevard of the Allies. Can't wait. All now, right. Where are we? We are at Bistro to Go on the north side, and we have to tell you that it is, other than car alarms going off, <laughs> we find this one of the coolest places. Bistro to right. Go on the north side. When I walk in and find out they have turkey burgers, i like, your just mind. get my sleeping you bag. I'm staying here overnight. Yes. So, Chef Kevin is here. So, Kevin, okay. tell us a little bit about the background of Bistro to Go, because we've stopped... We started eating here by just stopping here randomly. Then you guys uh, catered our Christmas party, and then we just keep coming back. It's like you get can't it. rid of us. You cannot get rid of us. Happening. And the other thing I will always tell He's you not done. that <laughs> all of your staff is so. Oh. Friendly. You that's literally true. walk by and Thank they you. hand out pierogies. They, they are today. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, good. come down on the north side. Yes, yes. So a little bit about be sure to go
4: uh, and welcome. We're Thank glad you. Thank you for being here. This is beautiful for us. Um, so Nikki Heckman, the owner, is. She's been here for 17 years. Yeah. Uh, this year was 17 years, so that's a, a huge feat for I think any anyone in the in the restaurant and catering business so over over that 17 years she's uh changed adapted grown uh and built uh several different facets within this you know the company that we have today and you know it started with the cafe and then that moved on to uh, bistro soul and then that Mm -hmm. transitioned uh into the space we're sitting in now which is our catering kitchen and as we as we have done that um we have been gracious enough to have a staff as you were saying that is uh, of the utmost professionalism um, they are our family uh, right. we are all one in the same and we all look for our mission which is to create relationships through food so whether we're serving lunch in the cafe or we're catering a, you know one of you know seven or eleven weddings we're doing on one weekend um, our goal is to create amazing experiences for for all the guests mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and. It's, it's, it's super special that people look to us um, to help celebrate their most special moment uh, in their life. And, and that's something that we take very seriously. And, and we love doing it. You know, We love serving people. We love having a good time. Uh, we love working with the community around us you know east ohio street has gone through its phases and uh you know this year has it's a great
1: one right now right
4: it's it's awesome yes you know uh, there's new businesses coming in uh, there's new people coming in there's new opportunities coming in you know it's it's going through this uh, beautiful restructuring and i think there are different areas that that's happened to in pittsburgh over time and 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 I see them happening, and I see it happening now here. And, right, you know, to be a part of that is is truly
0: special. Did uh, you chef in another part of a, the town of town, Pittsburgh, before? I have. Kind of, yeah. you're attracted to this place. Is the now? word chef a verb? I know. It's, uh, it were it can, you it chefing? It is for me. You can chef things up.
1: Okay, go ahead. You can <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay, like, you know, I right. gotcha. You chef it up. You
4: know? <laughs> it chef it up. Chef it up. Express yourself.
1: Chef you know? <laughs> it up. Go um,
4: ahead. Yes, I've been in Pittsburgh for around 13 years. Um, I originally started with uh, Eaton Park Hospitality Group, and I helped open the porch restaurants and worked within Six Pen you know, Kitchen and mm-hmm. you know, left them. And I was working with my, uh, my best friend, Justin Severino. He had Cure and Morcia and uh, you know, larder. We did that. Uh, salty pork bits. So I did all that, and then uh, you know, the pandemic happened, and it changed all of our worlds. You know, um, so I had a couple friends that worked here, and I ran into them at Restaurant Depot. It's the place that we find each other. And uh, you know, uh, I said to my friend, I said, "Hey, where are you working at?" He said, "Be sure to go." And he said, "You know, the thing that that is so amazing about my life is today I, I want for nothing." And, wow. I, and I looked at him. I said, "I'll, I'll come say hi." Yeah. You know? So You're I walked in and said hi, and uh, Nikki Heckman was was sitting there waiting for me, and uh, we had a beautiful interview, and it lasted about an hour and a half, and. You know, I got up from the table and I said, this is the place I need to be. She's you know? such a good person, right? Well, you can feel about, it, you know, when yeah. you come
1: here. And and it happened even with you. You know, kudos to you as well, because we were sort of courting and getting to know Nikki a little bit just because we were coming here so much. And it was like, how can we do some other things? She brought you in and the synergy is just immediate that you want to figure out a way to work with other people, whether it's people who work here, whether it's others in the yeah. hospitality business, or whether it's how do you kind of collab together to do something that's unique, right?
4: Um, we, don't, we don't do a lot of the legwork. Um, you know, as great things happen uh, to us and this company, they just happen. Yeah. Um, we stand ready, okay. we stand doing our, our mission. And, and great opportunities walk in front of us, it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's and it takes us, you know, just reaching our
0: hand out. Yeah. You know, and really, really trying that's to wonderful. build new relationships. Let's just and, uh, interrupt if you don't yeah. mind. I love on what's the, going on. On here. the video, I we love, have food coming, but uh, on the audio portion, we have to describe what Chef Evelyn has made, if you don't mind. So today we're doing a little snack for everybody. Um, I like to
4: call hors d'oeuvres snacks because that's what they are to me. Um, <laughs> this is a little, uh, you know, some Smith's Kobasa and some pierogies a little bit of Dijon mustard. Why the
1: Dijon mustard?
4: It needs a little spice, a little, little something. Bite, mm-hmm. little sauce, okay. Little something, mm. All know? right. Uh, whole grains, nice.
0: Dijon's more user friendly. Okay. Find. It's a tasty little snack. You know. Yeah. So. I
1: love that you're calling. That innocent. it is.
0: It's a tasty. Like I'm actually getting ready to go figure out what I'm going to take to a July 4th picnic. And I'm thinking I might steal your recipe here with You'll these mini pierogies.
4: Yeah, a little mini pierogies kabasa. I mean it's a hit wherever we go. We and, and this is stuff that we do on, on our caterings, whether it's for a buffet, whether it's for an hors d'oeuvre, whether it's for any you know. Yeah and, and that's the beautiful part is we have our, our catering menu um, online at bichroncompany.com. Uh, but we love to customize. Yeah. You know, and well, I'm glad you said it because I, I was going to
1: kind of lead you into that. When John and I you know, called about having our Christmas, our holiday party at the joinery and we said, we don't know exactly. We know that you have options, but we want this and this. And you guys were like, no big deal. Like, it's not this. You can't sub out or that's not going to work. You know, or you kind of said. How about this, if you're doing this? And it was a conversation that you felt like you were a part of it. And it used to just be that way with like weddings or graduate, right. big, big events. Yep. But I love that you tailor the other events that also make people's families important, right?
4: Well, I mean, and, that, and that's really what it's about. For us, it's family. You know, right. It's our family here. It's the families that we meet every day. Uh, it's the families that come into us saying, I want to mm-hmm. have a, a party for 30 of my friends, but I, I don't know what to do. And, and the first thing we start off with is what's the occasion. And we start to get to know the person, right. you know, because if we don't know the people that we're working with, uh, then we, we truly can't give them the, the right experience. Yeah, sure. So it's building that relationship. And then we start making decisions together you yeah. know? and we try to think about every ins and out of the, of the event and how it's going to go and how it's going to flow and, and what, you know, what's, what's the dream. It's always about what's the dream. Everybody has, you know, I want to do something and I want to look at something, I want to try something. And so we try to piece that dream together and then pull it off. You You do it so well. In such an effortless way. You do. Yeah, I I would, it's it's amazing. But I have 12 chefs here that are all professional I was just about to ask how many chefs. Man, we have 12 chefs, we have about 140 uh, employees total. Uh, including all the catering staff. And these chefs work tirelessly. Um, mm-hmm. They work from 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. sometimes. Um, different shifts, different chefs in that time. Uh, but it's amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, mm-hmm. These guys work together. They communicate. Um, they're efficient. They're fun. They have a great time. Uh, and the thing that they, I love is, is they talk about food. They talk right. about flavor. They talk about where it's going, what's the event.
1: Right. And that's what brings people together. I mean, that's let's face yeah. it. You know, I mean, You're sitting down yeah. and you're chatting. What's the next thing you do? You eat. You know,
4: and, and, and so I've, I've enjoyed uh, getting a chance to work with these chefs and really start honing in on new dishes and getting things seasonal and, and having some fun with that. And, right. You know, reaching out uh, and, and trying to get some farm, you know, more farm sourcing, I think is important to support those groups and, and those farmers and those families. So really, it's, I mean, it's a huge collaboration of yeah. all these different teams within our company that are just working for one goal. Yeah. yeah, you know, success in a beautiful moment. Yeah. You know, so it's I don't I, know. I, I I'm I'm so lucky. Well, so we
0: lucky. We appreciate Same. it again. We're very lucky to walk in here. There's never we've always talked about. There's never been a bad meal that we walked in here and caught because you're you know because John complains. You again, think his road rage is bad on the <laughs> when, Parkway? When we come in off, we're kidding. usually coming in hot off a of 28. I'm in a bad mood and I walk in and your He's turkey like <laughs> burgers in here. All your people are smiling. It's like this is Thank what's God. up, you know that yeah, kind yeah, right, of thing. Right, exactly. Right. So pretty yeah. cool. So,
1: Kevin, where does everybody find out more about Bistro to Go? Where they can either look at the menu or figure out what they need for their kids or your events even, right?
4: Yeah, so um, you can go to bistroandcompany.com, and that's our website, and so we have online ordering there, we have all of our menus there, we're working on some new uh, platforms to be able to do easier online selling, uh, or or purchasing, as technology changes and evolution happens, you know, that's the direction we're we're hoping to move into, and, uh, but... There's an inquiry page there where you can send in a, you know, a brief email about what you're looking to do and what you're looking to accomplish, and we'll reach out. And if it's, a, uh, if it's an unknown party, you're not really sure what you want to do, I'll probably be reaching out to you and, and, and beginning that relationship and, and trying to figure out what your event looks like.
0: Love so. it. Yeah. All right. If you're trying to impress the new in-laws, yes. you know this.
1: Right? Do you have new in laws that I don't no, know? About? no, I'm just saying.
0: I'm just trying to I, This What's is happening. They're we're together a,
1: every day. I they're don't know just about a great in-laws.
0: way to suck up to somebody, oh, okay. right? Right. Okay. Like, so I don't know if you know this. We have a question of the day, but before we do that, Uh-oh. you know, you're the distinction is that we're here kind of on your patio because we're kicking off our 2023 porch tour sponsored by People's Gas. And our porch tour is that people have entered, they've sent us pictures of their porch told us why we should pick them so we're going to take this the group of our podcast each week starting next saturday in south park and we're going to uh do our podcast from their porch bring a little party bring a little music in the meantime, they have to turn around and show us some love by collecting items for Zachary's mission for Zach Packs. So the house over the next four weeks that collects the most items for Zachary's mission as judged by Deloitte and Touche and Patricia <laughs> Vinci, executive director <laughs> it's of Zachary's not, mission. Yeah, okay. um,
1: I always I feel, feel like I, I have to go good. behind him and be <laughs> like, just, that's not true. He I, didn't she, mean that. Yeah. She
0: just can't flow with it. But in the meantime, uh, so the person, the, the house that collects the most will have a grand prize. Oh, that's awesome. So, so yeah. you guys are helping that's us kick awesome. that off. And, and we appreciate it because you,
1: pleasure. the one thing we didn't talk about is how community-driven you are and ph- yep. philanthropic. Right. You know, you do so many nonprofits. It's yep. a joy to see how much you work with those kind of groups. So
4: Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a, that's been uh, part of who Nikki is her, her whole life and her whole career. And this has been such a beautiful platform to be able to assist and help those those nonprofits in any way we can. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. food, organization, communication. It doesn't have to be just about a meal. Right. It, it's a know, platform. It's a platform. Yeah. And we, we try to help any way we can and um, you know it for me that is a huge part of why I love working here is yeah. being able to touch the community in, in in those ways that you may not see it now, yeah. but you'll sure. see it in six months. You'll yeah. see right. it next year when these groups are, are developing and, and doing some cool things. You know
0: Yeah. Yeah. What a great idea! You yeah.
4: know, right, uh, you know,
0: doing right. the porch tour—that's super awesome.
4: It's well, so thanks for
1: telling us we're smart. <laughs> yeah. We don't hear it enough. We do not hear that enough. I
0: wish we would have come up with it, but Handsome quite frankly, standing guy there you came go. up. I with love
1: it. this guy. He's coming with us. Every- Actually, that was a good segue to the question of the day because I was about to give you more credit about. Oh. I love your meals, but I especially love your sides. Like I, your entrees, like the main thing, is always fab. But it's something about your sides that it's like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. And I usually get, like, a double veggie anyway. So the question of the day would be, what is always at your side? What's that one thing that you have with you all the time? Like, if we're like Kevin, do you have a pe- Like, I always have a pen. Some, some people say a stick of gum. What's I yours? Have,
4: I have a, uh, my best friend in high school. His name is Raleigh Soden. Love you, dude. Um, he gave me his... He was a year ahead of me. He graduated a year ahead and and went off to college and he gave me this ring that he wore all through high school and I have it on my key ring still to this day.
1: Oh, that's so cute. So
4: everywhere I go, uh, you know, I, I remember the good times, the hard times and the way that we got through it and uh, you know, it, I hold it near and dear to me. That's nice. a great
0: story. Yeah. Good what question, question. Rach. It was a good yes. Yeah. I got it from Kevin.
1: Did you hear it? You know, we're always in competition. I have a competition I'm trying, people saying say that,
0: so it's now one nothing. Kevin,
1: about. it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. We appreciate, us. It. We appreciate,
0: we appreciate you. All right, we're You'll gonna hear, hear some a little more music, music? Yeah. from John. And then next up is
1: Ah, oh, I almost said Ethan. Austin Isley, come on up. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm going to be a little sentimental, a little sappy, and I'm going to mom this a little bit. But Austin Isley has been a part of my life for probably 12 years now, something like that. And so I'm proud to say that I've watched him become this person and, and really evolve this company that he's been working on. And I want him to share this with everybody because we started working together. About six months ago, I, we were both going through some family health issues and Very trying so. to get a process going at North Hills. To, and I came to find out that that process is happening with so many schools. Mm-hmm. So I will stop and I will introduce Austin Isley. Tell us about your company and what it does.
3: Right. So my partner, Cole Perry. Back in the day, uh, about a year and a half ago, we were working on a a kitchen. We were putting a kitchen in, not quite to do with our company, of course. But uh, he pitched me this idea where he was trying to turn plastic into 3D filament. And he got the inspiration from a YouTube video, um, the Ocean Cleanup Project, kind of put out a call to action to a bunch of people. And um, that was was what he came up with. He pitched the idea to me because he didn't really know what quite to do with it in in terms of actually making it a business, but he knew that it was an idea that kind of had some potential. So for the, for the last year and year and some change, we've been working on um, setting up competitions at high schools and colleges to collect a single type of plastic, just like single-use number one plastic water bottles from uh, high schools and colleges. We're in North Hills right now, like you said. We did one at Robert Morris, and we did one at La Roche. We're working on a few more. Um, I feel like it probably wouldn't be good to say who and when because they haven't, they haven't said yes or no yet. But we're looking at a couple more yeses pretty soon.
1: And the whole point is you want that message to grow because if you talk about the success that the other schools organizations right. had, the others are going to say, sure.
3: Right. We collected around 2,000 pounds of plastic over two months um, across the three different competitions. Uh, we didn't have a ton of buy-in from each of them individually because it was a new thing, but we're thinking that we'd be able to exponentially uh, increase that number per two months uh, without without much of a problem. We're looking at trying to take this thing into a nonprofit and kind of split some stuff up in terms of... Uh, the manufacturing and the collection aspect of it. We're trying to get into high schools and be able to pitch this whole program where we start with a competition where the students go around, they collect the plastic, they give it to us, and then we work with a a partner company to offer discount filament to the schools uh, for their tech departments. The other thing is we're trying to work with Stratasys. Uh, They're just a 3D printer company. They make a bunch of them um, to, to start Pairing with them to give printers to the school to add to their, what's the word, their repertoire, if Curriculum. you will. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Of, yeah. of what they're able to do with their program, of course, with the filament behind it. And then at the end, we're trying to see if we can uh, kind of amass all of the schools that we're in. So if we have, if we add five printers and there's already five printers in North Hills, and we go to La Roche and add five printers and there's already five printers there, and we go to RMU and add five printers and there's already five printers there, then we have a network of 30 printers that we are thinking about using after school hours and then obviously doing some good turning so listen when you talk
1: about this it sounds like oh that's a no-brainer
3: yeah that's kind of what we feel like and it it seems like the more that we talk to people the more that kind of reaction seems to be had so i think we're kind of on to something and it's just a matter of kind of pushing it out to getting more people it's starting
1: the network right Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like what kevin said you know you watch something start and it may not happen like that but in a year and then in two years you're watching and it's like I started that I made that ball start mm-hmm. rolling yeah
3: that we, we started the whole the whole thing started with the filament that was the, the main idea and after just kind of working through this stuff and seeing what people liked seeing what people didn't like it seemed like we should put more of an emphasis on working with schools one because it's a better mission two because there's a lot more that we can do not just with filament we can turn it into a bunch of other stuff we're working with this uh, Turkish clothing company to get a franchise over here in the states. Where we turn these water bottles into polyester, so that you can turn it into filament and polyester and turn. Brilliant. That's what I was going to say. Recycled clothing line with you. So you're that.
0: you're making three D printer filament right. out of this, right? And so, can you? Do you know what? Because of the plastic that you're collecting and grinding up, sort of recycling. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you can make? Like, can you make spatulas? We're here. You know, yeah, yeah, we could
3: make. We. I mean, most of the obviously number one plastic is used in that single use water bottle type stuff, and in, like the food packages and stuff like that. But you can make it just with pet. It's PETG, is what it. The okay. plastic is PET. PETG. Um, you can make just about anything with it. You can make the, <laughs> the, the the plastic holders that are holding the the cameras on the tripods up. You can make picture frames, you could make this table, you could whatever. Just Austin is selling like, uh, us right now.
1: We right. didn't even know it was happening. <laughs>
3: well, you, know what, you know what
0: I think of? I think of when I had a house with kids, every house I think has a drawer full of water bottles that right. they got for free over the last five mm-hmm. years. Sure. Mm-hmm. Every 5K, right. every time you go to somewhere, somebody gives you a water bottle. And I didn't know, I threw like literally probably 20 water bottles away right. when I downsized. Mm-hmm. So
3: it's interesting that you could use those. If Yeah. Yeah, anything with the number one, uh, there's like a little triangle with the little recycled symbols on it, and anything with the number one in it we can use right now. Our plan is to get into just about any t- any type of plastic, but we kind of have to I was just going to gonna say, I read on your website,
1: one. milk jugs, right?
3: Yeah, milk jugs are HDPE, so they're a little bit different. I think it's number six or something oh, like yeah, that. Don't right. quote me, but um, it's... <laughs> yeah, I was like, John yeah. <laughs> doesn't know. I don't
0: know. It's a 7.5. Right.
3: <laughs> it's, it's a different type of plastic, so we can't mix the six with the one or else it'll make some kind of, I, I, I think that there's a way to be able to combine what we were trying to figure out is like a way to put all one through seven, there's seven different types, which makes no sense to me. I think one through seven and make some form of like composite plastic that you can use to make anything and not necessarily, that couldn't be food grade. Like sure. a lot of the number one stuff, it shouldn't be food grade as far as putting food in it. I guess yeah, it kind of yeah. sa- sure. explains itself, but um, it's, it's very, very versatile. It's usually one of the main ones that schools use for filament mm-hmm. to make their test products out of whatever they design their stuff on on CAD and all that. So it's, awesome. it's pretty remind versatile. Everybody, remind
0: everybody how old you are.
3: I'm 22. My partner is 22. So um, ask what yourself,
0: what were you doing at 22? <laughs> that's what, I'm so Me, proud of Me, I was just him. lucky to get a free beer somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: but, I mean, he's like <laughs> the that guy too. Started, but. Oh, no
0: doubt. <laughs> <laughs> he's starting a recycling filament
1: it's amazing. business. Yes. Yeah.
3: It's pretty cool. It's been fun. We've been learning a lot, um, working awesome. with a bunch of different cool people. So we're just... what happens thank you yeah and this sort
1: of came from not necessarily your studies right because no not
3: really no i mean i I was accounting and finance in high in in college so i that was plastic wasn't really much on my radar my partner is a software engineer and he saw that video and that's where the idea sprouted from he worked on the idea of a little bit like the the logistics of it the the science behind turning the plastic into the filament before i came on so i didn't really have to, to do too much in that regard. So we've just been kind of figuring out how to structure it and make it something that's pretty cool. Yes.
1: This is awesome. Dude, that's fantastic. Remind
3: everybody what
0: uh, your website is.
3: Right. Uh, it's coilplastics.org, coil with a K, K-O-I-L.
1: And I love that we're, we're really not at ground level because you're, you're getting there. You yeah. Know, we're, we're getting little. pretty
3: close yeah. to be honest with you. We're, we're, uh, we're accepting any kinds of funding at this point. We're looking for somebody to work with, not just somebody that's going to give us the money and disappear. We'd like to have somebody that would kind of want to work with us, <laughs> yes, <laughs> work on you. this with us. There we go. Yeah. So I don't know. We're just seeing what What kind of companies
1: are you looking for? Like, what are you thinking when Um, you're looking at that
3: not necessarily companies I'm looking for more somebody that likes the mission one two has some form of business sense and business uh, network with them that that could kind of help to expedite the process of blowing this up into something that's large scale listen Pittsburgh
0: technology people follow Austin (laughs) it's a true story and awesome. offer them of lots of money. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, right. for sure.
1: We will connect you with other people to get this mission out because it's so important. And we need other schools and organizations right. who can help, kind of donate these water bottles. Yeah, the, so the, what
3: we're looking at is trying to set up the service for free. That's the the whole, the right. whole point of it. Yeah. So we're going to probably do a fundraiser every t- every semester for each school in the local area. Go to local businesses. Try to get everybody in the community involved, and just spread the spread the payment of it and just cool. attack it. We
1: love it. Yes. Austin, okay, question of the day. It's a scary one. Uh-oh. So you heard me. This place has the best sides ever. What is always at your side? What's something you have with you all the time?
3: My laptop. Okay. I would be a mess without my laptop.
1: Okay, you <laughs> whip it out anywhere. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I have anywhere, Yeah. It's, okay? it's right behind
3: me over there. I need yeah. that thing. It has, all my, uh, it has my brain on it, so Fair keeps enough. me in check. Listen, we're proud
1: of you. We want to see where this goes, and we'll be helpful however we can. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Very cool. Thank you, guys. Cool. Thanks. So my new friend right here said, did you read my book yet? (laughs) And I was like, I'm really sorry. I love this shirt. I just realized that, too. So I didn't know how to really introduce so your full beautiful name is Jarea mason but she goes by J R mason and yes. let me tell you we had her on the radio and it went crazy people were like is this a true story like they thought we were just doing the whole jagoff thing we were like no this is, you were so interesting and the funniest part was you were like i don't even know if i told them about what the book name was <laughs> that was hysterical <laughs> we were dying after we heard yeah. it so Welcome to the podcast where you can kind of take a breath and tell us all about how it all started because you don't have one or two. You have three books that are all kind of here now. I do. And they take a little twist, right? Now,
0: guys, let me just say this yeah, from this, the guy's standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Guys, this is the time to listen up so that you don't look like a jagoff on a date. Okay. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> Come because on. Because she has really good information, insider information that can be helpful to men. Yes. Yes. Or just somebody else da- well, let me dating go by somebody series. in the dating world. Okay? okay, so
1: you started with "Confessions of a Sane Single Woman." I don't know how sane I am, but yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're from
1: Beaver County, correct? I am. Okay, Ambridge. and you are you also a graphic designer by trade? I am. I did all my covers. I love things. it. Thank I didn't you. get that at first yeah. when we first talked, and then when I was you know nebbing around on all this stuff, and as you were quizzing me on how much I. Uh, read i at least read up on the whole website thing and what you were really all about so you started out and you thought it would be funny to kind of chronicle the dating scene pretty
5: much um dating for probably eight nine years on and off and everyone was like you know you need to write a book you should write a book I did try to write the book. I sat down to do it and it was hard. Like I just couldn't. So I was like, I'm just gonna put it aside and never do it again. And that's what happened for like nine years of tragic dating. And then I got furloughed during my job during the pandemic. And so my friend Crystal was like, write your book. And I was like, oh no. And she's like, do it. So I I did it. Two months later, I'm talking about writing sun up to sun down for two solid months. And then we got confessions.
1: Love hearing that because I think I told you I'm thinking about writing something and I love to hear what people say about do you self-publish? Do you not self-publish? How do you write? Are you conditioned to do it X amount of times a day? Do you leave it alone and walk away? Do you transcribe? Do you? And I love hearing that you said sun up to sun down. So you literally were like, I'm not stopping until it's done.
5: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And my friends were amazing. I got lots of calls. My next door neighbor, he kept feeding me because I wasn't eating. Uh, Diego was coming over to. Service me to relieve some tension, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that helped with the writing process. I can't help it when I hear Diego, Dora like pops <laughs> into my mind. That so is
5: sorry. not the Diego. One. <laughs> so.
0: okay. We have to talk about Go who ahead. Diego is, right? Yes,
5: that's classified information. Uh, no, no, I, I mean
0: just said. in general. In the book, Diego is
5: well. In every bad romance or romance period, there's yes. always one man who gives you this inordinately amount, like of crazy pleasure and that would be Diego in this book mm-hmm. okay I love yeah. that you
1: came up with that name okay cool so you got essentially so much good feedback from the first one I did you went right into the second one what absolutely was not frame? no no, it, no. Was, it
5: was two whole years I That's said right. I'm never doing this again I'm not doing this ever again and then I don't know what happened like I blinked and there was like a whole second book and then I said okay I am done I am never doing this again and then it was a third book and i'm telling y'all i am done
1: (laughs) i I I don't believe it (laughs) we're going to talk to you in a year and you're going to be back with us with your fourth one now
0: let me ask you this were you a writer journalist trained or anything like that because that's not my world and writing a book would be like nuts to me because commas and exclamation Mm. points and the way i write is not how a person writes so did you go through that exercise or were you sort of trained in this
5: my major was journalism and mass oh, communication. Oh, okay.
0: So you kind of had a heads up. Right. Okay. But
5: I didn't want to actually write. Like, that wasn't on the agenda at all. Okay. I wanted to go into television. So I think that's why the books read like they should be on screen. I think that's why a lot of reviews say this should be in Netflix, this should be on HBO, because right. it, it reads like very casually. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and all the reviews say, well, I feel like I was sitting with her just having a glass of wine on the porch, having conversation. Right. So that was the objective. Okay. To make people who don't like to read feel like it's TV. Yeah. Read it.
1: Sure. So take us through the first one's done. You get great feedback. Two years. What What makes you kind of say, "All right, I'm going to do this next one"?
5: The pandemic.
1: Okay. Soulmate
5: setbacks confessions two is I said the title.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I didn't show it. Right. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, come right. on,
5: Vanna. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that one is my friend called it Pittsburgh dating pandemic style. Okay. It talks about how we are dating now when the world is shut down and um, social distancing. But online, everything is still going on. So, of course, online dating is still happening. Right. Um, But then there's masks. So, now what? Because you see this handsome specimen with this great body and... Thank you. His (laughs) eyes... You're welcome. I mean, you uh, his <laughs> eyes are gorgeous, beautiful lashes, and then he takes the mask down, and it's like, what the heck, what's happening? Like, I have a dentist, his name is Dr. Dornan, oh he's in moon. Oh hilarious. Just tell him, him, Dr. Dornan, in noon. Oh, moon. No. oh. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. like, tell oh my him God. I sent you, tell him it's an emergency, because this is an emergency, <laughs> like, so, oh yeah, that added so much complexity. And then you're not supposed to be, like, just meeting people.
1: During the pandemic. Yeah.
5: Well, not, well, that too. But in general, online, <laughs> online, <out you>? online <laughs> dating. Yeah, you know, right, right, right. Sure, like, sure. nice to meet you. We shouldn't be meeting in person. You should not know my address. But yes. if the world is shut down and it's the middle of winter and right. there's nothing else to do, what are you going to do? You have to right. just trust and hope that this person isn't an axe murderer and meet them at one of you guys' residence. right wow there's a, that's a lot.
0: there's a comedian that has a bit and i won't steal it i'll just explain it the fact that we've all been taught to no dating no no identities no addresses but today's society we get on uber we call someone who has no idea who we are we we have them it's pick so us up true. and give them our name our and email. Card and, drop, <laughs> and drop them number. Right. And drop us off at our house.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's why I don't use Uber. It's Uber. I don't do I that
0: think you stuff. Should, I think we should engage the folks here at um, Bistro to Go to have you do an inside insider book here about all the chefs and all the... the oh. what you I think she sure. should some do, some do a book that work here, here we, like, I think it would yeah. be hilarious. No. We need to I'm something. more interested
5: in, like, a dating game. Can you okay. find me a handsome... Chocolate, caramel, is French, it- vanilla—like all his teeth, the front <laughs> ones anyway. Help us is that out, like gamefully employed.
1: Listen, what? isn't there Somehow a game show happening to- right now? Is there? I think Hearst is producing some kind of game show, right? Who? Hearst, uh, WTAE. Oh, oh, I are thought they? so. It's like the yes. I feel like how do you? How are you not part of that? Oh my I god! Didn't even
5: know about it. Yes,
1: I'm telling you that it is. Well, you're on season two. I'm making that happen. Literally, I'm calling today because you need your time.
0: sense of humor. I know the the books are geared toward the certain demographic, female-wise, but it makes your sense of humor no. makes me want to it's not read actually. It for it's short. Not. No, forty
5: percent right? of the people who have bought this series from me directly have been men, how blown away. They want to know
1: what they're being talked about or how they should be. Right? I, I know. Kind of the, they seem
5: politics. more shocked about the fact that their gender is behaving in this manner
0: than uh-huh. anything else right i feel i think when we you were on the radio i said it's like talking to an adele song you yeah. know what i mean you, yep. you're, <laughs> yeah it's yep. like every bad relationship becomes an adele song adele's not her, as but, bad as taylor but, but uh, okay so
1: third book so now here we are and mm-hmm. it's a completely different it's not a trifecta what is it no actually
5: i got tired of writing about the love and i decided to Unalive, a lot of people just let all my daddy issues come out to play. <laughs> so, yeah. Um basically we're finding pieces of people throughout Pittsburgh and we're trying to catch the killer.
0: Oh my god.
5: And you know, in kind of a subplot, the lead detective is also being stalked by someone. So it's like, are you being stalked by the actual killer? Yeah, or that, uh, is this a whole separate person that we have to worry about? This so is smart. so it's, it's fun. It reads like Criminal Minds meets Law and Order SVU. And there's no graphic violence, though. It's not anything gory. Um, yeah. But it is definitely fun. It sets a wonderful um, picture of Pittsburgh. Because, of course, it's set in Pittsburgh. So you see, like, this nice description of Point State Park and the inclines and the beautiful overlook. And then, boom, there's a body part. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so, Shay- where? well, wait. Where did that come from? Well, so you did these. And then you were like... Now I'm gonna twist it on them. Is that kind of it? No, I'm,
5: I'm telling you, I was laying on the massage table. My massage therapist, Kim and I, we were just talking and then this whole thing came out and we just started brainstorming it. And I was like, this is what I wanna do. And she's throwing an input, I'm throwing an input. And then boom, I blinked and a third book was here. And I just, I don't know how it keeps happening. It wasn't the goal.
0: Oh i love God. it but
1: it Good is and you. you're talented and you're personable and you're relatable and thank people you. get you
5: thank you the yeah.
0: sense of humor just drives <laughs> it's great a, it's a magnet yeah <laughs> jr mason yes. and what is the website where people can find your book uh j
5: renee slash books okay. but yeah. they're also available on amazon kindle and free to read on kindle unlimited okay. wow
1: that's awesome I vouch that I am going to read all of them by the end of July. Even though I'm crazy busy, I'm I'm reading them all. I'm going to... You check on me? Yes. Well, here's why. Because I want you to come back on the radio and spend the night with us at the... Ra- not like overnight. No, like don't sleep over. <laughs> Just come on the radio for the that's night. That's chapter
0: seven. My night at Next the radio book. station. Right.
1: Rachel. And, <laughs> no. Uh, I want you to come on and we can actually like do a book club kind of thing. Oh, and that's I think that would be fun. That would be right? fun. And yes, then I can actually bits with you more about it okay yeah that'll be fun i anybody who is into pittsburgh every yinzer should know a true Pittsburger, beaver canny and <laughs> the fact that you actually continue to do this and you tell your story so well people need to get behind it please buy this book and uh support local we love it right. question yeah. of the day so you heard me sides right you heard the whole thing what's always at your side other than my phone yeah my phone's one of them yeah give me something other than your phone
5: books actually really books yes yeah. i'll be in walmart shopping and someone will be like hey you wrote that book and i'm like well yeah really? and they're like do you have any on you and i'm like do i look like right <laughs> oh do
1: you though keep them like in your car i so do i keep okay.
5: yes hardcovers, covers paperbacks, yeah. everything in the car all wow. the time wherever i'm at there's books
1: good for you yeah thank you so much for being with we us we really We're so appreciate
0: happy it thank you, you. Thank yeah, it so nice to for meet having you, you in, me. p- in person yeah, yeah, yeah. For you. just as funny All All right, right. coming up, we're going to talk to our musician.
1: JC, the other JC.
0: So all through the podcast, we have been listening to John's music, kind of relaxed us as we were sitting here yeah, eating cool. some pierogies and kielbasa mm-hmm. with some uh, mustard, some spicy mustard. It was great. So, so thank you to Chef Evelyn, and thank you to Chef Kevin, and thank you to Anita, who was serving out on the street in the rain. So John, you're here, you're, this is where Rachel's going to hone in. He's from the Johnstown area, I Rachel. Tell him. Johnstown. Tell him what you know.
1: I knew Carrolltown because I went to school in Johnstown. Wow. Yeah. And okay. I drive there regularly because my son is at Penn State now. So I'm always going up and down 2230.
2: Cool. So my, my condolences. Yeah. 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 It's for, not 28, though, so that's worse for me.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. Right. Yes. John could literally... Debate any of the numbered roads and tell you why he hates them all equally. So you could you could try to go against them, but I promise you he's gonna have worse to say. So tell us a little bit about your music background. You're from Carrolltown, but you're in the city a lot. I saw that you're doing a lot of like fun pubs and smaller yeah. venues like that. Is that what you had always wanted to do? And are you a musician all the time or for fun? Well,
2: that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot.
1: Uh, I would just
2: say that uh, I mean I've always wanted to. I guess whenever I was little, I got into like Elton John and Kiss and I had all their eight tracks and stuff like that. And I kind of emulated them from a cartoonish standpoint. But then I mean, like one example is I went to my friend's birthday party dressed as Elton John.
1: Oh, wow. And Good it really. wasn't
2: it wasn't Halloween. It wasn't a
1: costume party. <laughs> OK. So that was the beginning okay. of
2: the questionable years. Okay, yeah, right, but, right. but then down the road, I mean, my my mom, she was divorced from my dad like when I was like a year old. And then she dated a musician who actually did it, and, um, and that kind of gave me more of a real-world idea of what it's all about. And, okay. and like having a bass guitar around the house, uh, electronic pian- electric piano, like a Rhodes, I think it was a Fender Rhodes. And he played guitar, of course, and electric and acoustic, and, and it was that kind of atmosphere and environment that kind of made me want to play for real. Okay. Rather so than you, just being inspired. Did you take lessons or did you just pick it all up? No, I'm completely self-taught. Um, okay. In When I was around 23 years old though, I attended a, a jazz clinic in Altoona and uh, that kind of simplified all the things I was hearing in my head, but I couldn't do because I was limited due to lack of knowledge. So once you get that kind of education, you can put your ideas into practice. But then it's it's all about also just expressing yourself artistically because Mm. you know you hear some artists that might come off sounding maybe really right brain and then some are extreme left brain and it's just about every brain
1: yeah (laughs) you know yeah so for sure when you're do you write your own songs do you collaborate with somebody else what's that kind of theory
2: yeah i've been writing since probably 22 years old maybe a little earlier than that um i've released six different albums um three of which I believe are on Spotify and then on YouTube as well. Uh, I have a band called Band of Eden, uh, unfortunately our singer left, She she's pursuing other things now, but uh, we have a finished album and it's probably going to be released on July 4th on uh, Spotify, oh, and, wow. all, and everything, you know, every platform and uh-huh. whatnot. So look for that, Band of Eden, and um, like I said, I have stuff that are under like acoustic solo, Full band stuff on Spotify. Like I said, everything. You just have to look John Charney, and you can find that. And then there's another band I was in called Wine of Nails, which was more progressive, more uh, like Rush kind of, uh, but more heavy at times. But really adventurous. Up the uh, kind of like Mr. Bungle-ish as well. Kind of experimental, but like uh, kind of brainy at times.
0: Okay. So you have a little bit of gray hair, not a lot. So you've had to Who evolve. Says that? you you've had to evolve. people
2: love gray hair do no mean, no right. no you've
0: you've you've had to evolve with music because clearly you talked about eight tracks prior to this right, right. so yeah. you've evolved all the way into the spotify was that an easy transition for you you know you just kind of stayed along with it or did you have to kind of go backwards and Go, and oh my god i gotta figure all this out
2: no it's a pretty easy learning curve um yeah. i find it to be pretty liberating to be able to release your music so easily yeah. um whenever i was younger uh 22-ish in in that sort of atmosphere you had to rely on studios more and just not primitive 8-track devices but it was a lot harder like the learning curve but by the same token you appreciated the art form and what it took to create what you loved so I'd say that where i've come from has set me up from for doing probably unlocking my most possible creative side because i can appreciate it more and now i can get it out there like on my computer right Definitely. now i have about 300 files of finished songs and ideas and i'll never finish all of them but it's a nice problem to have
0: yeah have you ever gone back to a song that you writ- you wrote when you were in your 20s and say I'm going to now master this one. Have you done that yet?
2: Yeah, there's still there's still songs that I've written maybe 30 years ago. There's there's a riff that I wrote whenever I was 12 years old and it went like this. It just went it just <laughs> just over and over because I I made the connection that those two strings were the same note but just different octaves. Okay. So I just was that was the, the genesis of it all. You know How what I mean? That? And just someday, made up lyrics. Like you said,
1: it could kind of just gel into Yeah, it's
2: yeah, awesome. I love
1: that. Where can everybody find you, follow you, all that good stuff so that they know, especially because you have something coming out on the 4th, right?
2: Right. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's just a John Charney solo page. There's also a Band of Eden so, uh, artist page. But that's less active, like I said, because we don't currently have a singer. We're looking for one, actually. And... Um, So there's those two platforms. And there's also Instagram, John Charney Solo page. YouTube, I have a a page just under John Charney, C H A R N E Y. And then also, what am I missing? Spotify, Instagram. Instagram.
1: Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's like check, check,
2: check. Interview freeze.
0: Yeah, no, uh, Just those,
2: those three are pretty good okay. And uh, like I said, Spotify And every possible musical platform My stuff should be on And I'm going to try to get the older stuff down too Because I have, like I say, six official releases But they're not all up digitally There's an album called Be Water That's just CD dating myself again yeah. Yeah. and uh, there's two Wine of Nails albums that are also on CD as well so there's those and then the Band of Eden so that's seven and then whatever of the 300 files I get to before I'm a skeleton there
1: you go <laughs> listen I'm trying out as Rizzo for multiple Grease plays or else I would try out to be the lead singer of Band of Eden so I know you were wondering I knew you were
0: gonna. Yeah.
2: Gonna... would you like to yeah. do There Are Worst Things I Could Do
1: oh mm, yes I do like that but actually I want to sing Freddie My Love and I can't remember who that was originally Marty.
2: Cindy Bollins did it. Uh, she was on the Grease soundtrack okay uh, but you're talking the musical yeah
4: I okay. went the musical I'm, yeah.
2: a f- I'm more familiar with the movie it's okay. one of my favorite movies really oh yeah
1: oh that's so absolutely funny.
2: I grew up in the 70s that's it's impossible so funny. I saw it in the movie theater with my mom
1: wow so <laughs>
2: dating myself even further see I wouldn't,
1: have, uh, see, I wouldn't have dated you there I yeah. didn't see you in yeah. that era but well, I got grazed though so. yeah oh same <laughs> yeah, yeah. same I just got Izazu color two days ago thank yeah. you so much for joining us we absolutely loved having you we're gonna read our stuff out and then be able to hear you once again so yeah
0: if you want to give us a little music bed that'd be cool then you can kick it right in okay so thanks everybody at bistro to go for having us here today and uh really stop by the luncheons are the lunchtime is fantastic would you say and uh we also have to say thank you to again kevin and nikki for setting this all up Anita and Evelyn did all the work today, so we appreciate that as we ate some pierogies and kabassi.
1: And we got to say hey to Cody as he's talking to people yeah. in the street. Yeah.
0: Right? I love it. <laughs> yes.
1: So thank you to everybody for who was here. Our guests were fantastic. You have to check out all the websites from Austin Isley to JR Mason to uh, John Charney. Everybody who was on was just a great guest. So we appreciate it. And thanks to Roraconda Yeah, do it. You want me to do it? Get the best experience of customer service and maintenance of your Roaric advantage at the service center on West Liberty Avenue. Visit Roraconda.com for all of your vehicle needs and always check out do our blog do posts our and such. Yeah, we'll do our peoples real quick. All right.
0: And don't forget, uh, did you know that Pennsylvania law requires you to call 811 at least three business days before you dig? That's not just for contractors and big projects. It's for homeowners like you when you have simple projects like a mailbox, a pool, or anything like that.
1: Listen, just visit peoples-gas.com because it's the law.
0: Right. All right, John, take us home.